and it's Aussie Battler two metres in front. The sprinter's on now from Slight Terror. Delvey Robbins out wider. Then came Let's Rock, Let's Roll. Uh, Jollibee Kung Fu wider to the inside out. Cheeky Devil. It's Aussie Punter. Delvey Robin going up. Let's Rock, Let's Roll over the top as well. It's Delvey Robin. Let's Rock, Let's Roll is cutting it down. Let's Rock, Let's Roll will win it. Let's Rock, Let's Roll beat Delvey Robin. Jollibee Kung Fu doing its best work late. Let's Rock, Let's Roll. There was such a range of different circumstances throughout the night. A four-year-old dangerous emerging. Uh, let's rock, let's roll. A 10-year-old over a 1,200-metre race. A couple of horses reaching a million dollars. A mare with what ultimately be her last start. And then all the way to the bottom where you've got a pacing Brad Trotter winning. It was, it was such a range of different things on the night. And let's rock, let's roll. Beating Delvey Robin and Jillaby Kung Fu and... It looked like once Ryan Sanderson was ahead of Jullaby Kung Fu at the start, it was like he had the race within his control and he, he flushed out Delvey Robin and from there he was just able to outsprint Delvey Robin and have too much of an advantage on Jullaby Kung Fu. It was a perfect little drive actually by Ryan, if you ask me, Steve. Yeah, no, it certainly was. And uh, interesting 1,200-metre race, this one. When they go this slow, it generally yeah. doesn't suit the swoopers. But I suppose class prevailed uh, this time around. With The, the first split was 28-1, then 29-9, which would have to be one of the slowest second splits in the 1,200-metre races I've seen. And then home in 26-5. To give you a little breakdown, Let's Rock, Let's Roll ran his last quarter in 25.96. Jillaby Kung Fu, the quickest last individual quarter, 25.93. So, uh, terrific run by the top three horses. Aussie Battler had every possible chance to get to the front pretty easily and then dictate terms as he did to uh, to not be able to hold on, I suppose, just shows he's not quite where he used to be. Sly Terror, you know, he was okay. Um, again, going so slow up in the death seat sort of really should have suited him better. And then now Cheeky Devil and Blaster Ranger were certainly just outclassed. But the winner was just too good. That was win number 20 for Let's Rock, Let's Roll. And take took his uh, prize money to literally a few hundred dollars short of $200,000. So he's been a fantastic little pony, and uh, you wouldn't mind having half a dozen of him in the stable, that's for sure, Toby. Yeah, and a very special horse to Marilyn Dixon as well as uh, it, it always honours uh, her husband who passed away, I think, in a car accident about or six or seven years ago. So no doubt pretty emotional every time this horse wins and I know he means so much to David Aiken for that reason as well. Let's get to, I should really know those things for a say on air factually, shouldn't I? But um, <laughs> the main point of it is made. Uh, yeah, race four was the VL Dullard Trotters Cup and it was just believed. Alida trying to push the champ. In third, Olavici from the Farsa Metro. Into the straight they come, though, and it's Just Believe going for the million-dollar mark. He's two metres in front of the Queen. It's Just Believe in front, though. Just Believe it's the King from the Queen. Just Believe is a million-dollar man. Just Believe beat Queen Alida. Third, Mufasa Metro. Just fourth, Believe winning the Doard Trotters Cup. The bit of it, VL Doard Trotters Cup. He was very good, Steve, but he probably should have done what he did, if that makes sense. So Avicii and Mufasa Metro did a little bit of work. He ranges up. He rolls to the front. 31-7-33-4 off the back of a 29-1 lead rate. So they hadn't gone hard. Dashing home in 26.8. 
he did what he should have done, and he won the race. I thought Queen Elida was really good in second. I thought Mafasa Metro was really good in third. And I don't think Chris Lang would have been disappointed with Olavici either. So the four of those go in to next week's uh, Great Southern Star, I'd say, with a little tick from for, from each one. Yeah, I spoke to all of those uh, trainers mm-hmm. after the race. They were all very happy. So uh, going forward, they're certainly happy with exactly where they are. Now, just believe he did that in second gear. Greg Sugars did not move an absolute muscle. He was just sitting there like a statue. And uh, as I spoke to him coming back with the uh, interview, I said to him he wasn't going to run him this week. He was going to run him just straight to the Great Southern Star after his Ballarat win and he said he just came through that run so well he wanted to give him another run because he he backs up so well from racing and I said well if you're going to go in a race that you did not have planned to run in that was the perfect run race for him you yeah, know as I true. said those sectionals of 31 65 33 and he said yeah he probably would have worked harder at home so you know he, he just went there did what he had to do and he's just such a, an unbelievable animal like he, he looked like Queen Elida was getting close to him but seriously he's just so relaxed and he, he would have just opened up if Greg said hey come on boy let's let's go and that's even when they're running you know such quick times and Queen Elida well, poor girl she's she's got to get a barrier draw soon surely because she keeps drawing outside the front row or outside just believe and the times that she's running um she went 28 8 down the back just believe went 29 5 she got home in 26 73 ran her last half in 55 5 so she did the same times at ballarat as well running home in uh, 155 and 55 so her times are absolutely sensational she's just having to come from so far behind and to still get so close uh, and, and do what she's doing she is going fantastic so she wouldn't be a surprise to um, you know if she drew the inside of just believe and was sitting on his back and not giving him three or four lengths head start I I don't know that she could beat him, but I think she'd certainly make him know that she was there and she'd test him right out the way she's going at the moment. But uh, just believe, million-dollar earner now. Greg was uh, very excited about that. It was terrific to see him crack the million dollars, which is brilliant for the trotting gate as well, to have another million-dollar runner going around to show that there is plenty of good money out there for the trotters. Queen Elida we just spoke about. Mufasa Metro. Eva Justice was a little bit disappointed in the drive afterwards when I spoke to her. She said she only wanted to hand up to Just Believe. And nah, I said to her, I said, to, but yeah. you've done, yeah, I said, you've done the right thing. I said, if you had have kept going to war with Olavici, I said, you wouldn't have flashed home, got that horse's confidence up and ran a nice third. I said, now you beat Olavici home. I said, you were never going to beat Just Believe. So I said, you've hit the line. Your horse has come home in full of confidence. I said, don't belt yourself up. I said, that was actually a really good drive. So uh, hopefully that helped us sort of walk away looking at it a little bit differently. Uh, but yeah, he certainly looked a bit better by doing that, whereas at Ballarat, trying to hold Just Believe out and run track record time, he just wilted in the straight and, and just proves that uh, Just Believe is head and shoulders above him. So now you've got to work out a, how you can beat him if you can, or if not, how to get the closest you can to him. He moves over the million in his 10th highest prize money earner in Australasia. And staggeringly, Steve, the nine above him were bred in New Zealand, which is one thing. But you've got to go all the way down to Scotch Notch. is the second highest prize money earner of an Australian bred trotter, would you believe? Wow, that's unreal, isn't it? It doesn't surprise me because the, yeah, know, the New but... Zealand trotters just dominated for a long, long time. Yeah, I know, but you sort of don't think of it like that. Then Night Pistol third, Tough Monarch fourth of Australian bred trotters. So 
I don't know if you'll ever get a Lyle Creek 2.2 million, but uh, I can do's at 1.377. Uh, I would say he's in just believe sight. So uh, he's just now, Tornado Valley's next at a million and 33. So uh, he could easily sweep past a number of these on the weekend if he clean sweeped a great Southern star, which is not that easy a thing to do. So uh, he did do it last year. He, well, he won the final last year. He won the final. Yeah. Don't think he won the heat, did he, from memory? Uh, no, I think he ran second in the heat to Omready Jet by memory. Is that right? Yeah. He ran second. I'm Plymouth Chubb. Plymouth Chubb. Plymouth Chubb. Plymouth Chubb. Yeah, there That's we go. That's right. He ran... I knew he ran second. Yeah. And the year before, uh, was he even in it the year before? No, he wasn't because no. he hadn't uh, yet joined the uh, Greg Sugars and Jess Tubbs team. He was... Uh, he'd run in the Inter Dominion and had had a bit of a rest after that and came back first up in the Night Pistol in Feb 20. So he just missed it last year off the back of the Inter Dominion. And we've mentioned that a few times. That's how Mick Hughes always looked after the horse. Let's clear a commitment. We'll come back and we'll uh, review the Allied Express Casey Classic.